This is the Customer Acquisition Show, the podcast that helps you turn complete strangers into repeat customers and grow your business. Let's talk about customer acquisition amplification. And we can't really talk about that without at least starting back in 2018. It all started back in 2018. We realized that we had a system called the Ecom Ad Amplifier that worked really well in separating out levels of traffic based upon depths of engagement on a customer's website. So it was all based upon levels of traffic and the assets that are utilized, the assets that helped convert somebody who does not know who you are online into somebody who becomes a lifelong customer. We did that through five levels of traffic, level one all the way through level five, with various assets utilized on each one of those levels of traffic. Now, times change, and we also realized not only did this work in e-commerce stores, but it also worked in digital companies, digital products companies, as well as service-based companies, as well as our company here is a service-based company, and it became this, what's now known as the ad amplifier system. Same concept here, but just not specific to e-commerce. Still works really well for e-commerce, but we realized if we did the same thing, we could also crush it for digital and service agencies as well. Well, times change and progress is impossible without change, and those who cannot change their minds can't really change anything. Thank you very much, Bernard Shaw. And we realized that we had to change with it as well. So in early 2020, all of this became a part of this, which is customer acquisition amplification. It is a super system of how to manage traffic with after the click, with email, with creative and messaging, and how it all sort of fits together using different types of traffic, different types of after the click conversion metrics, as well as most importantly, messaging on top of all of it, which basically runs everything and bleeds through everything inside camp. So let's break down exactly what customer acquisition application is and how you can start utilizing it in your business. We're only going to get into certain aspects of this customer acquisition application system here today, and I will show you a case study in which we deploy only parts of it. Some of it we actually don't even utilize, but this whole system runs everything that we do inside Tier 11 in that $100 million of annual ad spend. So level one traffic, that's people who don't know who you are. These are cold traffic audiences, lookalike audiences. They're hopefully excluded audiences that maybe people who have visited your site or purchasers. We find that exclusions do work really well to sort of isolate out cold traffic because cold traffic is really is the key. If you can figure out a way to convert cold traffic into a lifelong customer, you have basically figured it out online. And the reason why level one and level two are much larger as far as length or sort of horizontally, why they're much, they have more width than all the other levels is because that's where you should be spending most of your time. Cracking the code on level one and level two traffic, level one especially, which is ice cold traffic, doesn't know who you are, is so vitally important for the success of your business online. If you can acquire customers from people who don't know who you are, you have, in essence, mastered digital and you will be able to scale and grow. Only the market itself will limit your ability to scale and grow in digital. So vitally important, level two is obviously very important. These are people who have engaged with your site. For example, they maybe watched a percentage of your video, they've landed on a landing page or a collection page or a blog post, or maybe they've gone to a sales page, but they've gone no further. Okay, so these people we talk to and we message slightly differently. There's different ways in which we can engage with them after the click, as we'll get to in the conversion architecture section in just a moment. Level three, these are people who have self-selected a product. 
So for example, if you're a digital product company, maybe they come to your homepage and they select a specific product potentially to buy. Maybe they come to a collection page if you're an e-commerce store and they select a specific product. It then triggers an event called a view content event, which we then capture and then we utilize that in our targeting. Now with iOS 14 and iOS 15, some of the levels of granularity and some of these levels of traffic, especially on your site, might not be as robust as they once were. However, we have solved that inside tier 11 with our own proprietary solution. The point is, is that every level of traffic, you should be giving a different message because they are in a different spot in your customer acquisition path. So level one, level two, we're at level three right now. Level four is when they add to cart. This is when somebody might, might visit your checkout page or your add to cart page, depending on how your website works. And as you can see here, vertically, there's different assets that we use in each level of traffic, which we're gonna get into in the explanation of the customer acquisition amplification system. So add to cart, very important. You want them ultimately to push them over the edge to become a purchaser, which is now a customer, okay? The whole idea is to get them from cold, don't know who you are, to ultimately purchasing and then purchasing over and over again. So over and over again is where we engage the post-purchase sequence. And this might be ads to cross-sell or to cross-promote or to refill lots of those types of ads as well as re-engagement on the email side. So that's the top of the customer acquisition amplification system. The second part and probably the most important part is the creative lab. Now we're gonna get into this in detail in our short case study here, but this is actually really important. There are seven levels inside creating messaging, resonating with your message to market and creating avatars that really stand out in the newsfeed or in the Google ad or in the YouTube ad that says to your avatar, that's me. I identify with that. that message resonates with me. It's not about your demographics, it's about your psychographics, how your customer is feeling, what they really feel for pain or what their desires are. And the Creative Lab brings that out in a seven step process, which we're gonna to get to here in our case study. Creative Lab is super important and I think it's something that's glossed over by a lot of agencies and a lot of marketers because it feeds all the other parts of the entire super system here. So the next part here, as I've just highlighted, is the three types of traffic that we stratify out in a system that we call the traffic harmonizer. So this is sort of a subsystem within a system, but within this system, we have three types of traffic, okay? Interruption-based traffic, which is Facebook, which is Snapchat, which is Instagram, which is TikTok, all of those platforms, which there's no intent, there's no specific intent, they're not looking for your stuff, they're not doing an active search for something that you offer. A hybrid between that is the interrupted intent section here, which is a number of different assets, and as you guessed it, based upon the icons, that is YouTube. So there's some interruption, sort of lean back, you're watching a video and there's pre-roll ad that might come up, or there might be a search intent inside YouTube. YouTube, after all, is sort of a big search engine. So there's sort of a combination. So we call that interrupted intent. And the last section is the intent-based section, which is they're either searching for the name of your business or maybe a specific keyword phrase so we use branded search. We also use non-branded search in that section. So three types of traffic in the traffic harmonizer, 
and they all correspond to levels of traffic. There's different types of assets that we use at each level. In our case study, we'll get into these specifically as well as go through exactly how they're deployed inside an actual campaign. So in your interruption-based advertising, there's quite a fair bit. Level two is, all right, they've engaged with you. They've clicked through to a sales page and you can see there's a different type of asset mix here. Usually we use very different types of assets in level two than we do in level one. Sometimes there is a little bit of crossover, but not much. But these are people that have lightly engaged with your brand from a traffic perspective. Level three, these are even more different. We might have different types of assets based upon specific products that they've selected. Dynamic product ads, for example, are very effective at level three traffic, which we use almost exclusively on level three traffic especially for e-commerce advertisers and e-commerce businesses inside Facebook and Instagram. Just, just one of the assets that we deploy inside level three. Level four is adding to cart. So anybody who adds to cart or initiates a checkout, we're gonna show them different types of assets based upon where they are in your customer acquisition path. And second to last but not least, but certainly not the least is level five traffic which is different types of assets that we use to cross-sell, cross-promote, as well as use for refills and ways in which to remind people to purchase again, especially if you're a consumer product goods company, this is especially effective there. So those are all the three levels of traffic or three types of traffic that we utilize in the Traffic Harmonizer with the Traffic Harmonizer being sort of the unifying super system inside the customer acquisition amplification system. Just below that, we have conversion architecture. Now, conversion architecture is our moniker for after the click. So very important, notice it only starts at level two. We don't have level one conversion architecture because level one is they don't even know who you are. They haven't even visited your website as of yet. So it all starts over on level two. And this might be blog posts, landing pages, sales page, collection pages, any page could be your home page in many cases. Any traffic source that originally interacts, it has a first interaction, but signifies a level of engagement. They've actually come to your site. They now know who you are. They might not know exactly what you sell, but they're trying to gather information. So these pages here in conversion architecture are vital and it's the ones that we work on the most inside our customer accounts in order to make sure that we are hitting the conversion metrics for our customers. Level three is obviously product pages and we can customize these in lots of different ways. Sales pages as well might be included in level three. And then there's the add to cart page, which is your checkout page, which is multiple ways in which we can add to AOV, which is average order value as well as lifetime value. And last but not least is your purchase pages and your upsell pages. Maybe it might be one-time upsells or it might be special offer pages. And then level six is once they maybe have need re-engagement, we create pages for those on level six that help our customers with lifetime value so they can pay more to acquire customers and ultimately become even more profitable as a business. On the very bottom part is the email marketing side where we have engagement campaigns once they actually opt in or maybe they haven't purchased quite yet, once they capture an email address, we can engage them with maybe a lead magnet, an opt-in campaign, or maybe just sort of a nurture campaign. And then the second section here is the, the abandoned cart sequence, post-purchase upsell sequences, cross-sells, 
as well as just win back campaigns that we might use inside email marketing. We don't always use all these campaigns together, all these super system components together, but we do use something called prescribe and implement and iterate as our guiding principle to how we deploy customer acquisition amplification. The first thing that we do is we diagnose what the issue is, where are the holes in your customer acquisition path, where can we prescribe a solution to help you scale and grow your business, and how do we implement that? What is that solution going to be, and what does that look like in a plan, a 30, 60, 90-day plan? And then once we start getting feedback, especially at the 60-day mark, we start to iterate. And we might actually start with Traffic Harmonizer first, add in conversion architecture second, maybe start to implement the creative lab throughout. And then maybe very last, we say, hey, you know, you really need a, a, a win back sequence and we might deploy email at the very end. Thanks for listening to the Customer Acquisition Show. Take the next step toward growing your customer base. Visit tier11.com and request your customized growth plan. And remember to hit the follow button so you can be notified of future episodes.